Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports, an unfiltered sports podcast that's unlike any you've listened to before. They speak the truth and aren't afraid to hurt some feelings. Now, from the backwoods of Arkansas, here's your hosts, Tyler and Dakota. Ready, ready! Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports. I'm Dakota. And it's Tyler. It's Super Bowl day. It is. It's beard be gone day. Today's the day, huh? Day of the moose mash. How long are you rocking that? <laughs> Who knows? That's the thing about a mustache. You don't have to know. The mustache gonna, tells you. Exactly. <laughs> how long it's going to be it's there. It's time to come when it's time to go, and it's been time for a while, but I had to wait for the Super Bowl. And it's here. Did you say Super Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> it is the day that... The Bengals wish they weren't playing a game because the Rams are going to beat the fucking brakes off them. I don't think they're going to. Yes, they are. By 10. I'm pretty positive every game you've said that this year has been. This is also coming straight from hatred. (laughs) That's fair. Straight from the heart, not the brain. You got to do it sometimes. You you fucking do have to do it. If you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, you're rooting for the Bengals. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) I'm rooting for chaos in this Super Bowl. I'm rooting for Stafford to get a ring. Put my boy in the HOF. You think this for sure gets him there? A hundred percent. There's been for the past three or four years, people have been saying he might be like a Dan Marino type that gets in without having a ring. Mm. But a ring solidifies it. Probably. He's got all the numbers, all the fucking stats. He's got everything. He just needs a fucking ring. I know Dan Marino got him without it, and I believe there's a few others, but... Dan Marino probably being the most notable. Uh, sure. Yeah. So I, I could see Stafford getting in without it, but it wouldn't be a first ballot. You slap a ring on it, it still might not be a first ballot, but he's going to get in. It took Shannon Sharp three times to get in. Yeah, I still don't know if it's first ballot. Yeah, I like I said, I don't think I he's going to be a first ballot. Be there. Fuck around and get two rings, boy, we're, we're talking business. Then you're going to be a first ballot. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm rooting for... Chaos, close game, whatever. I, I don't have. A, I want Joe Burrow on the sidelines talking about I'm seeing ghosts out there. That's, <laughs> that's what I want. Happen. That's not going to happen. I'm sick of the outfits. I'm sick of the jokes coming from Hall of Fame <laughs> or uh, NFL honors. I'm fucking sick of it. It was funny. I did, I did g- giggle inside, not outwards. <laughs> did not show it on the outside because you motherfucker. All right, that's kind of funny. Like it was. <laughs> all right, we'll laugh about it. We'll talk about it here in a bit. But we. Uh, <sighs> Hurt the pride. It yeah. uh, knocks you down a peg. Um, but I'm sick and tired of it. I don't want no Joe Burr, no nothing. None of that bullshit <laughs> today. Well, you're going to get all that bullshit today. It's Especially Ram today. season, bitches. And to be fair, we did pick the Rams to start the season. Just saying. I didn't pick them to win, but I picked them to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I did not. Pick the Packers. You did. Should have known better. Do you think what happened with the Packers this year keeps Aaron Rodgers off of the Mount Rushmore? No. Now, don't speak just from us no, because we think he's going to be. You're going to talk about there's like, there's no postseason success. Like it, it's to the point where if he didn't have a Super Bowl, I would still probably put him in first ballot. He's like, very Dan Marino. Yeah, but that's, and that's what I'm saying. So 
No, because I'm sure there's people that put Dan Marino on the Mount Rushmore. I'm sure. The old heads, probably. Just from... I have watched some Dan Marino highlights. That motherfucker was fantastic. Oh, for sure. So, no. I, Very I, Brett Farvish. It wouldn't take him off there for me. It would It would get other people closer that I would... Like, you'd have to think about other people. that might bring up some other names that would start in, get in the conversation that aren't right now, but I'd still leave him on there. It's just as simple as, like, I've, I've seen him do shit with the football I've never seen anybody else do. It is the Aaron Rodgers, or it is the LeBron James, Michael Jordan debate. And Aaron Rodgers is LeBron James. Tom Brady is Michael Jordan. It, yeah, he does, he sure. doesn't have the rings. He doesn't have the mm-hmm. postseason six Super Bowl, seven Super Bowl. He doesn't have that. But the greatest thrower of the football I've ever seen is Aaron Rodgers. What's interesting, though, is that we have this conversation a lot, or people have this conversation a lot, and it's like, oh, well, you know, Tom Brady lost those two Super Bowls. Or LeBron lost those finals. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, so we're punishing him for getting to the right. NFC Championship. We're doing that for Aaron Rodgers. Like, oh, he only came in second or yeah. he only came in third. Get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, Agreed. it's frustrating to me, too. Like, I want to see the motherfucker with Super Bowl rings. But it's, he came in third place. It's, oh, he's fucking this bum. Yeah, what a fucking bozo. It's, yeah, give me a fucking <laughs> Yeah, we got a lot of Super Bowl stuff to talk about. Not really a lot, but we got to, we got to, we got to, uh, put the emotion into the microphone as to what how big today is um dakota watched quite a quite a bit uf sizzle a last night a whopper of a fight i did not watch so it will all be dakota i will be chilling putting the chew in so there's so much shit to talk about today for like we got super bowl obviously uh we got the nfl honors we can recap those definitely gonna talk about that uh, we get, I get your. They finally got it right on every level of the fucking award. For me, they got it right at every single one of them was right. I disagree with one of them. Okay, but interesting. We'll talk about we'll that. About that. Uh, Anybody who didn't thought. watch NFL Honors was fucking awesome with Keegan up there. That shit was sick. There was moments where it was he like, was All right, awesome. Shut the fuck up. But, it got corny for a bit, but mm-hmm. you, he had to. And there was a couple that he when he let it go, he's like, "Oh, it's not gonna hit." All right, let's move on. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Get your thoughts on like the whole crowd was just silent when he did the Mahomes thing. It was like, <laughs> oh shit, this ain't good. But everybody at home was laughing because they weren't. Well, because the whole world's rooting against Jackson and Brittany, so of course <laughs> it's funny. That's a fucking fact. So that's that. I've grown to realize that's that is the that reason is for the hate for Patrick. It. A large majority of it for sure. Um, all the head coaching spots have been filled. We haven't talked about it since that was completed. So let's get a few tidbits on bunch, bunch of NBA trades to discuss. Yeah, we got that too as well. Mostly just deadline. Mostly just on. the big ones. So we got all that to talk about. So I'm going to talk about the the major highlights of this card. There was there were several good fights that we probably won't get to, but we going UFC there's first? some things we have to talk about. I don't like shit. We, what we do. We can talk it's, UFC it's, first. It's a, it's a whole mess of shit. We'll talk. We could talk. We could talk Super Bowl after the UFC. So we'll talk UFC Super Bowl. Yesterday's Arkansas. Mm. Yesterday's Arkansas college basketball game. Mm-hmm. For the home crowd, can tune in for a little woo pig. So UFC last night, UFC fans are going to enjoy up front. It's your time to shine. NFL, it's Super Bowl day. That'll be second. Arkansas basketball, sadness and sorrow will be third. Yeah. Uh, Hall of Fame stuff after that? Or do you want to do it right after we talk Super Bowl? Uh, and, and then NBA trade deadline. It don't matter. We'll, we'll fucking... I like to give you guys a little bit of a, a little bit of, hey, go here, here, and here, and here, and here for where we're going to talk about what. 
But we like to do it off the cuff, so sometimes it just gets shuffled around a little bit. So I don't know. I want to tell you guys a, a guideline, but I don't really know here. Yeah, and then we and then we usually end up missing some of them when we later. We do, like we but do hey, sometimes. That's where she goes. We don't want to talk too long. You guys get bored of us. Yeah, if we haven't if we have enough time, I'm sprinkle in a few would you rather's. Ooh, yes. Switch it up from the hypotheticals. I mean, you could I do mean, would you rather's up a hypothetical, but, but you get, get to put the would you rather's up front. Get them laughing up early. It's early morning Sunday. It's early. Let's get the juices. Let's, do, let's get the juices going here. Come on. All right. Let's would go you rather? Here. So let's hit it first. Mm, let's say you know, Dakota did preface this when he pulled it up. He said a lot of these are real corny, real corny, but they can still work. Would you rather go without shampoo for the rest of your life or toothpaste for the, for the rest of your life? Shampoo. So I'm going toothpaste. Wow. You got gum and you got dentures. Wow. Oh, well, no, I guess I wear a hat most every day. A bingo. And my hair can look greasy and that's kind of a fad. Who gives a shit? I still get, I still get, I'll just shave it all the way down to a fucking zero fade all the way around. I don't give a shit. Guess it wouldn't be a fade then. It'd just be a zero all the, just all the way. It'd just be a bald. Yeah. I guess that's the move. You cut your hair off. Absolutely. I want fucking, I don't look good with cut with bald head. My head shape's bad. I can't <laughs> it is. It. You, you got a bean head. I can have <laughs> the bald with the beard look is good. And I can grow a good beard, but I'm not, I cannot. Be bald. Yeah, I would rather have good dental hygiene than yeah. hair hygiene. Yeah, I did not think that through. <laughs> I'm going shampoo as well. That is shocking that you were so quick to just be like, yep, well, think I'm going to go here. Immediately, I was like, oh, you got gum and you got dentures. I'll just pull all my teeth out. But You just scrub your teeth with your sleeves and just get the oh, fuzz yeah, no, off I would, there. I would, yeah. But, I mean, that's the thing. If you get, you get like water on your toothbrush to scrub the shit off, and then gum for the breath. Can you use mouthwash? No. Okay. It has to be just bad oral hygiene or no shampoo. All right. Take, get the shampoo out of here. <laughs> oh, also, I wanted to pitch y'all real, uh, in here after this hypotheticals. This little snippet of uh, Coach Ordron was, was talking with somebody over the weekend and was given a story about recruiting Adrian Peterson when he was at USC, and it is an unbelievable story, and it goes to show y'all the links that motherfuckers will go to to try to get somebody. It's an unreal story. I think it's like a minute long in this audio. We'll play it for y'all. Whenever we start talking about uh, some football shit, we'll play it just real quick. It's fucking hilarious and awesome. Would you rather your only mode of transportation be a donkey or a giraffe? Full transparency, I know nothing about giraffes. Me either, but I, I feel like there's a clearance issue. I know donkeys are a pain in the ass. Literally. To get to do what you want. Absolutely. But you can get in more places. Mm. A wild giraffe? Let's assume if that's your only mode of transportation, they've been tamed. He's probably not been, Okay, he's been they're tamed. Born, yeah, a broken giraffe and a broken ass. It's going to be a real problem. I don't a know if you can fully through. break a donkey, though. Like they, I think they just kind of do what they want. That's why. No, you, you break them. You break yeah, them. Oh, they do it over sense. in the stand all day. That's their fucking cars over there. Yes, but. But a giraffe will be so difficult just because clearance and it's so big, you can't just, like. Yeah. So, but but it's get, so much faster. But you got to, like, I don't know how strong their legs are. It's safe to assume it's they're kind of strong. Because they hold up their own fucking body. Right. Like, if you go across a river or something, there's, like, knee-deep water for them. It's true. If you Why go, would you need to cross a river? It's your only mode of transportation. you got to do it's it biblical way. times or something? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I would probably go draft. Because the donkey's not going to be a very quick trip. 
It's going to be a slow burn. <laughs> uh, give me the donkey. Really? Yeah, I'm going with donkey. You just do the opposite of me. You fucking, you hate me. Uh, would you rather shrink down to the size of an ant or grow to the size of a skyscraper? Be able to. Ant. Let's say you get flip of a switch. Ant. Nobody can see me. I'm out of here. Did I step on you? No, you wouldn't know I was there. I know you can see an ant. I know that, but... Well, <laughs> I don't know if ants are there. Sometimes I step on them, I'm sure. Maybe. I've never stepped on a skyscraper. How graceful and fun would it be to be a fucking size of a goddamn building? Now, if you're... I mean... Think about how much quicker you can walk places. How, think you're about how step- much destruction you're going to create <laughs> going <laughs> that's, places. That's a fair point. You've got to take, <laughs> take a, a, less, a less crowded path, I guess. I don't know. Ant would be easier. I can get out of situations a lot easier. Ooh, I'm in a tough spot here. Boop, he gone. <laughs> it's like Ant Man. He did it. Yeah, but don't he became whoa, a superhero. So that's a question. Then, do you get the ants being able to carry ten times their body weight type shit, or are you just small with your normal everything else? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> Would you rather eat foods that have never been cooked, or only eat cooked foods forever? Only eat cooked foods forever. There's a lot of things we eat that are not cooked that I think we're overlooking here. I think you're underappreciating the, the the cooked food aspect of things simply because we do it every day, so it's yeah, no, not I mean, the I think sexy pig. I think that's the answer for sure. But I mean, that means no more fucking... No more chicken. Yeah, give me cooked foods. Uh, would you rather only be able to wear... 10-pound shoes forever or never be able to wear shoes. What in the fuck is going on out here? We are just banging everything. Construction zone out there. Uh, I'd have some nice calves. 10 pounds a piece. Your legs are going to be good. Barefoot. Yeah, I'm going barefoot. Yeah, barefoot. I could could do... If I can go across the parking lot barefoot, I I don't imagine it's going to get real bad for me out there. Mm Mm-mm. Oh, for the sake of just scrolling through all these fucking turds after the fact. Well, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, you found a good one? Would you rather have five half-sized... Half? Jesus you can Christ. Do it. You can do it. Would you rather have five half-sized clones of yourself or one full-sized clone of yourself? Let's say they have every, everything about you is exactly the same. Like your mental capacity, your ability to do everything, even at the half-size, the same. Physical ability? Yeah, everything's the same. But you wouldn't be able to pass it off as yourself because on account of their half-size. I'm going full size. I could 100% get away with everything. Do you could, if you have five, you could have them do things for you. Not out in public. Can't look at them. Well, you can't. You can't say anything about half size people these days. <laughs> you absolutely can. No, you can't. No, not to them. <laughs> hmm. Half five half size clones of yourself. You could get a lot. Think done. how much. Yeah. Think you about how much you get done. done. Somebody be grilling out back, doing the dishes, cleaning the floors, and yeah. you're just sitting there watching TV. Exactly. Ooh. <laughs> You, am I getting the intel from all of them into my brain? Like as no, they're doing, wait. as they're doing things for me. Like if they go to like every kid's dream, you get a clone, they go to school for me. Do I get that info? No. Oh, they're all separate entities. Then it does me no good. Hmm. <laughs> See, that's a dangerous game then, because if you got a one full size clone and you take, you send them to go do shit you don't want to do, and then somebody asks you about it, because let's safe to assume if you don't want to do it, somebody's going to care that you're there or not, and you don't know. Give me five pint-sized clones. 
I'm taking the car. <laughs> pint size. Uh-huh. <laughs> Five pinters. All right. Yep. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into UF sizzle. Oh, UFC. So last night, we had UFC 271. Headlined by Israel Adesanya and Robert Whitaker, two. Co-main Derek Lewis and Ty Tuivasa, which is the, the biggest fight of the night. Turned out to be the biggest fight of the night. There were several other good fights on this card, but like I said, for the sake of time, I'm hitting three. And the first one uh, is for me, so get over it. Roxanne Monteferi had her last fight in the UFC last night, and she lost. <laughs> Horribly. <laughs> but how'd <laughs> you love to see that? I mean, you can it's kind of expected. She's been doing it for a while. But she got her face punched in repeatedly by Casey O'Neill. Went out on her shield type thing. She never like she that is the thing. She has never been I can't think of any fights that I've seen her in that she has just completely been able to overpower anybody. Like, but she just keeps fucking going forward, keeps throwing punches. And that's why everybody likes her. This is one of my favorites since they started the women's division in UFC. Started on the Ultimate Fighter, and she's her name. Her name's Happy Warrior, so she just keeps fucking going. She's always nice to everybody, whatever. And it's not something you see very often in UFC, so it's respectable. That being said, Casey O'Neill has completely slid into her slot on Team Dakota for UFC fighters. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah, you she, beat my, you beat one of my favorites. Now you're my favorite. Yeah, normally she she you have grabbed the inside of her pocket in the sale. Yep, you are now hers. Yeah, they <laughs> normally that is not the case. If you, especially in like a, well, like it's been it's common knowledge this is her last fight, and you just fucking decimate her in that on that stage. Normally shouldn't like you, but afterwards, she's getting booed naturally because she beat the piss out of Roxanne in right. the final fight, and. uh they went up to an asterisk after the, you know, interviewing after the fight, and she was like, "Hey, all of you booing me, fuck you. I know this is a farewell fight. I got to do what I got to do." And she just flipped off the whole fucking crowd. Love that. And she's electric to watch. I do like love she, that. I think she set a record for, or at least maybe it was a personal record, but she landed a shit ton of significant strikes in this fight. Is she bad? She's not not bad. Okay. That probably helps. So doable. I can get with that. Fight number two on my three fights to talk We're about. talking hypothetical. Uh, Tied to Avasa and Derek Lewis. Our boy. Now, I'm not I, I'm not going to sit here. I don't want to sit here and sound like I'm being that guy. I was like, oh, I liked him before everybody liked him. But I've, I've The only reason I knew who he was because I've heard you say his name long before I even knew what, who the fuck he was. So, he's, always, his name he's is cool. always been fun to watch. Like, the reason he's a fan favorite, he has done the whole time. But as he's gotten bigger and bigger fights, more people are watching, obviously, getting bigger cards. It was inevitable that he was going to be a, a crowd favorite. But in this fight, it's in Houston. Derek Lewis from Houston. So I didn't know how it was going to go. And to be honest with you, like he, he's good. Don't get me wrong. He's very good. But a lot of his hype, I felt like, because he was not proven, I guess. Like he's dominated in the fights he's been in. But the people he's fought leading up to Greg Hardy. like And Greg Hardy wobbled him. And he put him out while he was fucking rocked. Mm-hmm. So he's going into the fight with Derek Lewis, who people have said, like, I've, I've been hit hard. I've never been hit that hard before in my life. Like, everybody talks about how fucking hard Derek Lewis hits. They have the same style. They're just going to run into each other and try to fucking take your head off. Who gets winded first or put down first? I, I was shocked that this fight went into the second round. 
I, full transparency, I did pick Derek Lewis to win this fight just because I didn't know. Like, my logic was if he got rocked by Greg Hardy, even though he put him out while he was rocked, people don't usually get rocked by Derek Lewis. They just go to sleep. First round, Derek Lewis started taking him to the ground. Did not expect that to happen. They kept getting into the clinch. They were up, they were up against the cage. I don't know how many times. And the craziest part is, but the craziest part is Tied to Havasa knocked him out. Fucking melted him. And it was and it was with an elbow up against the cage. Like he had him by the fucking kind of by the neck and pushed himself away for separation and dropped a nasty fucking elbow. And real time, it looked like he was just like stumbling away from him and he just bent over and fucking melted right face down into the fucking ground. And they called the fight. Taito Vasa has gone from fan favorite to a fucking problem. Now, how does he match up against Nganu and, and Cyril Gone? Not great. I don't know that anybody matches up well against him. I don't. I mean, you got to give you got to like his chances though. Of course, he did his shoeies. Of course, it was electric. But he went from like I really like this guy to I can't wait to see what happens now. I don't know. I mean, Derek Lewis is number three in the heavyweight division, so safe to assume he's going to get a, he's going to get, I don't know if he's going to fight in Ghana or gone next. Was Tuabasa top 10? Um, I don't remember. Oh, he is now. It'll be very interesting. And the last fight of the night, Israel Adesanya, Robert Whitaker too. To talk Snooze about this fest. fight, I guess I have to talk about one more. Jerry Cannonier knocked out Derek Brunson right before the two of us and, and Derek Lewis fight. And Cannonier called out. He said he wanted his title shot now. And then when Izzy won, he's, they asked him, he's like, I know you're the champ and people have to call your name, but who would you like to fight and win? And he's like, well, there's no fight. There's no, there's no main event schedule. There's no uh, pay-per-view schedule for July. So I'd like to be on that one. And Cannonier said earlier he wanted the shot, and he's the best right now, so I'll take it. That fight makes me a little nervous for Izzy only because Cannonier's got some fucking power. The Robert Whitaker fight, he said he was going to go into it. He said the last fight, he rushed into it, and he was pushing it, got knocked out. This one, he came out much slower, but, I mean, Izzy has like a seven-inch reach advantage on him, so he just picked him apart for the most part. The fifth round was probably the only round he probably could have won. Izzy won by unanimous decision, but... Not a big... He won, not a big he, he fan. won all four of the first four rounds, for sure, in my opinion. He's gone Floyd Mayweather in his last few fights for me. I mean, he has knocked a shit ton of people out. I, that's why I said his last few fights. Who's he knocked out in his last four? Um, It's all been fucking decisions. No. I mean, he's had, he's had several decisions here lately, but I can't remember who it was. He just recently put out. Either way. He used fight, to fucking put motherfuckers down. Paul Acosta was the last person he knocked out. When was that? So, I mean, it was September of 2020, so three fights ago. 2020? A year and a half ago? Yeah. Jesus. So he only fought two people. He went up a weight class and didn't put on any weight and lost to, to uh, Jan. And then he fought Vittori and he fought Robert Whitaker. But, no, he's got the power. He's just, he, if, if, you, if you don't push the pace on him, he's going to be able to sit there and pick you apart. If you push it, he's going to fucking put you out. So he's a, he's a terrible matchup for anybody. 
especially in that weight class because his reach is so fucking ridiculous. He has it's very similar to John Jones in the sense that yeah, you have people that are stronger and bigger than him, but they couldn't get to him. It's very similar to to uh, Anderson Silva. Correct. So that motherfucker's arms are so goddamn long. Yeah, and then the next try to shoot on him. He's you're you're going down. The next pay per view coming up is Colby and Jorge Masvidal. I said it last night. Yes, Texan Bradley, and I said that uh, eh. unpopular opinion. I don't think it should be headlining the pay per view. Uh huh. But and, I'm a, a, and that, I love Masvidal. That and and that's only because I don't believe in Masvidal right now. Like he he hadn't fought in, in quite a while. He came in, fought Usman, got his fucking head knocked off. Um, he just hasn't looked like he looked prior to his little. He's lost that hiatus, edge. I guess, and I don't even know that he had. I'm sure it's still there somewhere. Like he's I just, just haven't seen the aggression or ferocity. Street fighter, but. That fight, they don't like each other. I mean, they used to be boys, and now they fucking hate each other. And I've actually come around on Colby. Like, Colby is just, he's the, he's the character. Like, I mean, could he be a prick in real life? Sure. But the um, the levels that he goes to on camera in the UFC is a fucking bit. And it works. Like, it, it does numbers. It, he was the one that was calling out LeBron, wasn't he? Yes. So, and he's, he's very fucking good. Like, I'm not, I don't want to discredit him there. He's but, very pro-America, so I love him. But that fight, that card is good. But unpopular opinion, I don't think it should be headlining. But that's all I got from UFC 271 last night. Where do you want to go now? Oh. You want to just go ahead and do it? Do what? Arkansas. Let's just do Arkansas now. Let's just do it. Let's just talk about it. Down goes Woo Pigs (laughs) to motherfucking Alabama. In true Arkansas fashion, we beat the number one team at home, and then we go on the road and lose. And... We looked like we were going to get beat by 20 points. And Alabama played not not good they just, at home. They just kept making all their fucking threes. You know why? Because Jalen Williams is standing in the paint. Everybody's sagging off. Everybody goes under the picks. Everybody, nobody fights through it. Uh, offensively was a nightmare. Piss poor night. Which is, everybody's like, oh, well, we just played bad offensively. It's the reason we lost. Oh, if you look back in the Auburn game, that's exactly how we played on offense too. Oh, the game before that, same thing. That's how our offense is every game. Now, uh, la- Saturday, was it? Was it yesterday? Friday? The Arkansas game? Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, Note was bad. Uh, ice cold. Too. He was bad there, in the Auburn was, game and, uh, until the stretch. Down the stretch. He was 7 for 20. I mean, he wasn't anything great. Yeah. He just had 12 free throws and, like. Yeah, but we didn't. We got no production from anybody. No. When, when Amude fouled out, that's when it was It was for sure done. He was the only one that was. That was able to hit any shots. Yeah, no. When he found out, it was fucking over. I mean, it still it still went down to the wire. It still you still had to fucking sweat it out, and and for some reason, Devo decided to throw it up with a second and a half left on the clock when he threw it for no goddamn reason. Yeah, and then Note taking that shot. Why are you doing a sidestep three? I don't know, but it, you you knew it was coming, like the, uh, as soon the, as he shot it, I said we're fucking dead. Well, no, before that, the way that he, there was no urgency to to develop it to get anybody open or anything like it was very obvious as soon as he crossed half court he was waiting to shoot that last shot and i don't know who it should have been but maybe somebody who's open i don't know maybe get into the paint and try to get fouled like it was the rashad man against kentucky like when he let when he set it up it was like we, we said like oh he's just gonna fucking dribble around and take the last second shot and he did and he missed luckily qualls came out of nowhere and put it dunked it into the last second but yeah now that it was not good it was i mean last year Every time early on in the season we got ranked, we would crack the top 25 and, and lose. lose. And then we get back in and we'd lose. Luckily, we don't have to endure that 
We're now two and four made. against Q1 opponents. What, seven, seven games left? Yeah. But, yeah, it wasn't good. Not a lot, of, not a lot to write home about there. Um, real bad, actually. It was horrible. Chris Likes is out there just screwing around again. <laughs> I just find it hard to believe that K.K. Robinson can come into the game and look worse than Chris Likes. There's just no way. No, there's not. So there's just no justification to me whatsoever as to not playing Jackson or K.K. There's just none. If, K- if, if Likes comes in there and at least facilitates the offense pretty well, okay, I understand. But he doesn't. And he left him in down the stretch the whole fucking second half. But there towards the end when we closed the gap again, there was there was a few times where he he drove the ball in and then kicked it out for, yeah. for a three. But if that was consistent, I'll take it. No one has no one finds him a threat when he runs down to the paint. No one cares. So he just runs down the paint, sprints no, to the corner. It doesn't matter who's down there. It's a size mismatch for him. He was missing layups. He was missing push shots. He missed his threes. Likes is the worst player on the court. Tony had another bad game too, but you know, it's going to happen, whatever. But I'm not looking to fucking point at somebody and say it's your fault. We just fucking shot bad from the floor, played terrible fucking defense transition. They were out hustling us every fucking, every time we'd miss it. We never get offensive rebounds, right? They're getting consistent offensive rebounds. Every team we play ends up getting three opportunities on offense before the possession switches. Now I will say, I don't understand how they gave the ball to Alabama on that review with like a minute left or some shit. I don't either. I have no fucking clue what they saw. I don't understand, but I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, that's why we lost. No, we had multiple chances after that. Nothing we could fucking do. We just, goddamn, we just looked terrible. We were down by 13 points in the second half. I mean, yeah. it was terrible. Yeah, and it was, even when we started coming back, the way we were playing, I was like, oh, we're not going to close this gap. And then we just kept doing it. Mm-hmm. And then we fucking... Screw everything up. Then we just made it hurt even more than it would have if we yeah. lost by 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not good. No, I don't know why Devo threw up that shot. I, I don't know why there wasn't a timeout as soon as we got the fucking rebound. I, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of questions that we're not going to get answers to. I'm sure if I go back and listen to Musselman's interview, I would get some answers, but I don't know. I'm just... This is just typical Arkansas. It's a sad to sad today. Yeah, it's a typical Arkansas fashion here. Whatever. We lose by one. Alabama wins. There you go. Hang your banner. <laughs> oh, oh. Whatever. In other news in college basketball, uh, there was an attempted murder in oh. the Clemson and Duke game. There was. The most egregious, just cut your legs out from under your play I think I've ever seen. He had no chance to do anything to disrupt that shot. He was going to fucking take his legs out the entire time. Yes. Kick him off the fucking tour, Doug. That is insane. Yeah, he's got to go. I wasn't watching that game. Obviously, it's all that's Grayson Allen fashion. Like most people, that's worse than Grayson Allen fashion. Like that is real fucking dangerous. Like tripping somebody, like he did a few times, is very obvious of his intentions. You fucking take somebody's legs out from under when they're running full speed like that, going up for a dunk. That's fucking. That's big time dangerous. Like I said, I wasn't watching the game. I saw it on the replay. I don't know what happened after that. They kicked him. Like good. They should kick him for the rest of the fucking season. Flagrant two ejection. Jesus Christ. Uh, Michigan beat the fuck out of Purdue. They did. Beat the absolute fuck out of them. 82 to 58. Yes. And that, tell me, did you watch any of that? Have you seen that Hunter Dickinson play at all? Uh, uh, Tell me he he doesn't look just like Devontae Sabonis. 
Oh, yes, yes. Exactly like Sabonis. Plays the exact same. Lefty, so goddamn similar. He, I don't know where the fuck Luca Garza's been in the NBA. He must be in the G League because he was a freak with Iowa, the big man. I mean, I don't know where the fuck he's been, but Dickinson looks just like Sabonis. He will play in the NBA. He will be a top 10 pick. He'll be a lottery pick. He's fucking fantastic. So you think Michigan's righted their ship, or you think Purdue? no? I didn't think they righted their ship, but they're going to get in the play- they're going to get in the tournament, and they'll be a fucking team that fucks up my bracket. Correct. And after that, I don't know what to do with Purdue in my bracket. And I, full strength, hand up. All it takes is one game for me to completely fucking change my <laughs> mind on these teams. It shouldn't, but it does. I am dreading having to fill out a bracket on here because it's going to be. You better start watching college basketball brutal. now. Yeah. I mean, I watch I watch it sometimes, but I mean, it's not. You're going to have those St. Louis's get in there that you don't know anything about, but they're really good. You're going to have Arkansas that we're going to use our heart on. Well, my problem. Not a hard on, well, a heart on. We have a heart with, on for Arkansas. And we're going to pick them going so fucking far, and they'll be out in the first round just like us. I mean, we'll, yeah. Well, my problem is, is upsets happen. So I'm going to pick a couple. And then I'm going to have to just find Loyola Chicago and push them through to go on a run and your brackets fucked from the jump. If you don't pick the right upset, because if I pick one of those upsets to go far and they don't upset, I'm dead. I am excited to do the work bracket. I always get excited to do those. Oh yeah. Um, but it's until you see people who are like winning in the, in, you know, in the Sweet 16, Elite 8, and you're looking at me like, I know you don't fucking watch sports. Yes. I get so mad when I'm like, I fucking know way more than this. How is he fucking because past me? Because we overthink it. Yes. And they don't. Correct. They go with, they go chalk. Mm-hmm. And that'll get you. That'll get you the, the best about results. four teams in the Elite 8. Yeah, that's all it takes is yeah. having, having the teams that go the furthest, not the Correct. not right. Everybody looks at, oh, I only missed four games in the first round. And then if you get them half of them wrong in the second round. You're done. You're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, like last year, uh, Mike, our guy in receiving, he picked Michigan State to go to the championship because he's from Michigan. He's a Michigan State fan. And he said up front, he's like, oh, this is just because I want it to happen. And boy, did he rack up some fucking points late. I had had two, and I had Arkansas winning one of them. So that didn't go well. I also had Illinois winning another one. That didn't go well. (laughs) It was a bad year for me last year. That's not great. I guess you could. I I always sleep on Gonzaga. Since we talked to Arkansas and we're talking college basketball, you can kind of squeak it in. Hunter Yurchek signed a five-year extension. Love to see that. Do love to see that. Also love to see uh, 1.9 million viewers from the Arkansas-Auburn game, most on ESPN2 since December 2018. Yeah. And we keep getting slapped on it, too. I was going to say, does that mean we earned our spot on ESPN? Nope. We get one we'll chance. We'll be on two again because we're on SEC it. Network or ESPN2. That's it. Direct TV, I just go ahead and press 611. I know it's on SEC <laughs> Network. That's all it's going to be. And then I have to sit there and watch Marty and McGee's stupid fucking corny-ass <laughs> show before. I love Marty. I do, too. Marty's awesome. But they're very PC. And it drives me nuts to watch PC shows. I can't do it. it makes me fucking sick to my stomach. Yeah. It's going to happen. Marty's cool, though. McGee is very annoying. Agreed. I, I also love Paul Feinbaum. That's an under. That's that's not a fuck, fucking popular thing to say right now. A lot of motherfuckers apparently hate Feinbaum. I don't know why. See, I, I like him. I go back and forth when I like him, when I hate him. It, it's just depends on what he says, because he says some fucking ridiculous shit. But unlike a lot of people, you can tell that he genuinely he knows his shit. It. Yeah, he, he knows. He's his not shit. saying something to get you know rile people up. He's not doing the Skip Bayless approach. No, he believes it. He believes a lot of wrong shit, but he believes it. I also believe Skip has started to believe his own bullshit. 
oh, there's no way you can do that for that long and remember where your stance is on everything for real. <laughs> Only thing Let's I know see. that he knows for sure is he can't lose in those shoes. <laughs> Every Why does he have foot. to awkwardly jog down the hallway like that? <laughs> well, normally it's just this picture that he posts on his. Like, if you look at his Instagram, I know, just him on a like a zigzag line because I think it's every Friday he posts that. But the last one, his video where he fucking sprinted down the hallway and just. He's even using slept. the hashtag Drip Bayless now. Oh, yeah. He's even using it. Yeah, he's fully embraced the fucking character. Someone else has his Twitter. Someone else is using it for him. Ernestine must be on there using the goddamn Twitter for him because it's getting out of hand. How about the one where he. Took the video of himself going. Oh, dude, where he like forty five seconds of him just being at a loss for words, intentionally on a video. <laughs> you know what? Three people you can invite to the dinner table. Ask me anything you want. Give me Skip Bayless. I'm bringing Skip Bayless because think about the video of him arguing with himself is the undisputed champ of the internet. Where he's just sitting there. Yes, no. You think he? There's no way he gives a second thought to that. He's like, I'm sure. I'm sure that's happened. I've said a whole lot of shit. I can't imagine him like at Thanksgiving dinner with his family. Just, I can't imagine him having a normal conversation. <laughs> I mean, he's like 70. There's probably not much family. That's a fair point. <laughs> him and his Maltese and Ernestine <laughs> sitting there fucking arguing about. I fell out of my floor on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> or, sorry, I fell out of my chair on the floor. That motherfucker cracks me up. I can only handle him in small doses, but he does crack me him up. Pulling it, his videos of him pulling his fucking Dak jersey out of the trash periodically. <laughs> Just to throw a new Zeke one in there next I week. I fucking love it. That's why I love Skip Bayless. I don't I think, hate, any, I don't think anything he says to be true. But much like I was talking about Colby Covington, the bit, he believes that he's bought into it. I'll, I'll buy it. Also, Nolan Richardson put a stamp of approval on Mus. See that? Yeah. He said... The way this team plays defense fires me up. What a super coach Musselman is. Notice he didn't say and me and him are buddies because I took a picture with him in a yeah. McDonald's drive-thru, so we are buds. Didn't I say got, anything about the offense, but He did not because the offense is terrible. No sets, no offense, no 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 plays, no anything. No, Tay, hey, just go dribble it around, and if you get guarded, pass it over Jalen Williams. He'll pass it right back to you. I love Amude. I'm telling you, I am fucking, I love Amude. How, I think uh, that Auburn game against fucking Mississippi State that was going on at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, Kessler had seven blocks at halftime. Yeah, he's going to do that. <laughs> he's pretty good. He's about to fuck around and play himself into a lottery he's pick. He's pretty fucking good. I mean, his his some of his best tape is in the game they lost. Yeah. When you're, Some of your best footage is in the game that you lost, that's good, that's good for your draft stock. Correct. When you're 7-1 helps too. Correct. Let's see. Real quick. Anything off. We got college baseball on fucking Friday. Ooh, that's exciting. It's fucking here. That's exciting. And what's not exciting is how much they're charging us for tickets. So good luck ever getting me in one of those seats. Because now now that we're on top, they are, did you see they fucking, they like multiplied the season tickets by four. They're like charging people thousands to sit behind home. I mean, it's, here we go. The booster fees are fucking outrageous. Here we fucking go. And it's going to bite them in the ass like that ridiculous environment that has been been able to exist in college baseball at bomb stadium is because of the people that are there. You, I'm going to tell you something. People who have fucking 10 grand in donation fees ain't going to get fucking crazy like the hog. They'll people. be the ones telling people to sit down. I th- I'm pretty sure they cut the number of student tickets that are able to get into the hog. They did. As well, which is good. They also put the away, the away uh, dugout in front of the hog pen or the away seating is, uh, with the yeah, hog, see band. that's smart. 
That's smart. Yeah. That's going to be... That's dangerous. It is dangerous. You you think about how they talk to the outfielders, and that gets national attention. Put them next to the actual fans. Whew. I am excited for that. But we need that hog pen packed full of fucking students and normal folk if you want the best results from that. Students should be priority when it comes to getting people into a stadium. Yeah. Not, not last thought. Absolutely. It's not right. That's capitalism for you. I mean, I love it, but there's downsides to it. That's fact. So let's let's talk a little. We want to talk a little Super Bowl. Or you want to talk? Let me, let me let's talk. Let me talk trades real quick. Get this out of the way, and then we'll go into the Super Bowl. Okay, hit me with the trades. We got a shit ton of the NBA trades. A fucking colossal shit ton. And the Lakers decided to do nothing, so they'll be dead and not make playoffs. <laughs> they lost to the fucking Warriors last night by two. I'm over it. Didn't they lose to the Magic at some point here recently. They did. They did indeed. No, they lost the fucking Trailblazers after they traded everybody. Yikes. Yeah, and they were ten point favorites. Yeah, lost. And then the Trailblazers beat the fucking Knicks last night. I don't understand. Basketball makes no sense. I should have listened to Undisputed after that. Oh, they were going in. But Shannon was too, so Skip chills. Oh, that's not whatever. If sh- Whatever Shannon gets real hard about something, that's when Skip's like, it's my turn. <laughs> but the, if, if, if Shannon comes out and he's like, LeBron played terrible or, or LeBron should have did this, then Skip's like, I appreciate your objective stole, view there. He's still his thunder. Yeah. You just be-rabbited me. Yeah. Um, so one that I thought was pretty sick was uh, the Porzingis trade going to the Wizards. Did not see that. No, for Spencer Dinwiddie and a few other players. I saw it. Did not see it coming. Uh, I did see a comment that said, "Imagine how Luke is going to feel when Dinwiddie waves him off the court in the clutch whenever he's trying to put <laughs> Luca back in the game." And Dinwiddie's like, "No, no, 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 stand aside. Imagine that. That's going to be hilarious." Also, Luca went the fuck off last night with forty-five points and like sixteen rebounds. It was done fucking godly last night. I, th- I believe they lost still, but very sick. Yeah, I'm completely off Luca. He makes me angry. It's getting hard to watch him, isn't it? It's is pretty bad. He cries the entire it, time. As he soon bitches, as he complains, court. he's already bitching for a call. Yes. yes. He's not an actual consistent three-point shooter. He just shoots threes, and he shoots them slow as fucking weird. Now, he's, he's fucking good. There's no lying that he's right. no denying no, that he's I'm good. Not it's in a, it, it's but it's hard becoming to hard to like him, yes. Yeah. Because he's a fucking crybaby. It's, it's a rare occasion where it's not necessarily the media that is pushing me off of him. It's him. It, yeah. is, it is 100% him. Yeah. Now, the thought of Porzingis and Gafford could be sick. Yeah, that's a problem. Yes. That's Twin Towers. <laughs> yes, it is. That's the situation. And then Montrezl Harrell got sent to the Hornets mm. with... LaMelo Ball, who's now an all-star, and uh, Michael Bridges. He's going to get the bag. <laughs> yeah. He is going to get so much money. Both of them are going to get fucking, but LaMelo's already gotten fucking millions. He don't give a fuck. Dude, they were, when they had that, uh, oh, I remember where it was. I saw a deal that was like fast break of the year or whatever it was. If it's Michael Bridges anywhere down the court, it's going to be fantastic. It, it was the one of the options. There was four of them. One of the ones was, uh, I think LaMelo got the steal, and he went down, and he jumped up, and it between his legs and Bridges came up behind him and fucking slammed it. Oh, it's nasty. Mm-hmm. I did not see that when it happened, but that was nasty. And shockingly, Gordon Hayward's been decent. He's now been hurt and missed several games again in true Gordon Hayward fashion, but he's been pretty fucking good for him. I, I, I'm not, I do not like Gordon Hayward. That motherfucker is not going to clutch Gene no, in his body. Record. Yeah, I can't stand his, I can't stand him, <laughs> but he's been decent with him. I ain't going to lie. Uh, 
Pelicans get C.J. McCollum from the Blazers, who Finally. I'm not a big McCollum guy either. Uh, for Josh Hart and several others in a first and a second. I mean, it was fucking four four people and two picks. It's yeah, but they've been talking about McCollum being traded for I feel like three years, five years yeah. now. It's an estate sale out of, out of Portland, and I'm interested to see if Dame's going to be like, you know what, not taking part in this. Yeah, or see, the only if they're trying because apparently they've opened up a stupid amount of cap now. Oh, I'm sure they've got picks now, so they're going to try to go after. They said they're going to try to go after verified players, not a rebuild and see if Dame can play with young guys. So they might be using Anthony Simons. Now he could be a home home guy. He's the guy that's doing very well for them right now. He was in the dunk contest last year. You remember Simons. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's probably their best player right now, but I would assume that they are broadcasting him to include in a package for some certified player. Well, but they have had to have talked with Dame about this to finally pull the trigger on that after, all, after the, the last off season and all the shit like, fuck it, I'm out of here. Maybe I'm not. And he stays. You have to have talked to him about this. Like, Hey, this is our plan. If we do this, would it make you stay? Because otherwise, he's like thirty. I know that's what I'm saying. So you, there's, because if not, you would have thought they would have moved him as well. Like if you're just trying to open up enough to do whatever you want, yeah, that's the piece. It becomes it, it it gets to a point where it's like, all right, Dame, we get you want you stay for the grind and all this kind of stuff, but it's getting to the point where it's like, you gotta you gotta you gotta go, bud. Like you gotta go find something. Like Lillard because, Lillard is Matthew Stafford. Yes. Like, he's very good. He stayed there through all the bullshit. Not really complained. In fact, doubled down saying, nope, I'm staying here. This is my team. This is my city. And then eventually, staff was like, all right, guys, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's been 12 stink. years. I'm tired of this shit. You guys stink, and I'm getting close to the end. I'm going to go do something productive with my life. Yes. And it's getting to that point with Dame. Yeah. Dude, we get it. You will stick through the grind. That's fucking fantastic. But could you imagine him next to Luca? Oh, Jesus Christ, it'd be the Globetrotters. Yeah, there's like eight teams that if you went to it, would be like, oh boy, we have yes. a fucking problem. Yes. Even teams that are not like one piece away, he's worth two pieces. Like imagine him with the Jazz, with Donovan Mitchell. Oh. Oh. Sickening. Ima- what if imagine him to- with LeBron. Oh my God. What if we went to Denver? Mm, the offense might be weird. Because it runs through Jokic so much, being kind of like a point center. I guess. It might be a little weird. But, I mean, it will work. We all know. The star power, though, would be gross. Yes. I am sad that Michael Porter hasn't been playing all year because he got hurt. But that sucks. That's the way she goes. He's one of my favorite players. Well, can't believe they got him at 20-something. <laughs> I can't fucking believe it. It had a bad back. He did back. have a bad back. And I'm, I was standing there watching the draft, shouting at the TV screen, somebody fucking do it. Very much. Of course, Denver does it. Of course, they do. Also, Denver. I mean, what? look at fucking Peyton Manning and in Indy. Uh, he's got a neck. We don't know how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Let's get him out of here. Oh, mm-hmm. Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Cool. Right. Sweet. Yeah. Denver knows how to pick him with the tricky back. Correct. Um, and then of course, the blockbuster. Yep. James Harden goes to the Philadelphia 76ers, mm-hmm. which you don't know this because you haven't been watching NBA very much. I haven't either. I just recently started watching again. So I'm no fucking know-it-all about NBA right now, but uh, your boy's going to win MVP. Mm. Embiid is going to win MVP. And then he'll fucking foil their hopes for a championship. First time he's he's play, he's looking like he's going to play more than 64 games. He's absolutely fucking destroying people. It's unfucking believable what's happening. I can't wait to see him and Harden just fucking hate each other. 
and Ben Simmons goes to the Nets. For the first time that I've seen a trade, maybe not the first time, but the first time in recent memory, both teams win. Yeah. Well, we talked about Ben Simmons to the Warriors and how that would be a good fit. It would have been fantastic. It's a very similar situation with the Nets. I don't, yes. And it was because we did not, or I did not think about it, I guess. I was so enamored with the fact, the thought of him being on the Warriors and what he brought to that team and what, and his weak spots were not a problem because they had enough offensive production. Nets the same situation. Also, shout out to Brian Windhorst, who called it two days before the trade deadline even hit. He was saying that he was sh- that James Harden was screaming to get out of there, and Woj and everybody made fun of him for saying that. That, that, that. That's not true. Told him he's making stuff up. And then the trade deadline happens, and the trade goes down, and he's just sitting there smiling on the camera. <laughs> he fucking told you. Windhorst told that, you. There was an article that came out that said Harden wanted to request a trade formally, but he was afraid of the backlash. Yep. Guess what? If you want out, it doesn't matter. Just just four months ago, he was on TV saying, yeah, the way I went out in Houston probably wasn't, that wasn't the best idea for me. I, I should have done it that way. And then did the same fucking thing again. But then he tried to pull a team three and be like, well, I wanted to say it, but I didn't yeah. say it. I didn't say it. Chris Brown said it first. These hoes ain't loyal. <laughs> and also, how funny was it watching the NBA draft or the all-star draft? Oh, yeah. Grant was like, well, I'm going to need to look at these guys. I'm going to need some height. I'm probably need some There was height. only two players left to pick. Rudy Gobert and James Harden. And Durant was having no part of James Harden. And he was fucking stone cold, face dead ass serious the entire time. Well, I need height when I'm playing against somebody as great as LeBron James. You know, I need height. Uh, and LeBron's just covering his face with a fucking clipboard. Trying Everybody to laugh. Everybody in the studio was fucking laughing. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to take Rudy Gobert. And LeBron just lost it. And and LeBron said, wait, is he healthy? He hasn't played like all year. Is he, is he healthy? Because what happens if I get somebody who's not healthy? And then Chuck came over the top rope. And Chuck swung for the fences and said, oh, no, 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 no. He got traded. Now he's healthy now. He's good. <laughs> and both him and Kevin Durant just started dying laughing. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking crazy. They asked Kevin Durant about it, and he said, well, looks like he got what he wanted. I mean, that's that's all he said. That's that's it. But yeah, He's but, a notable tip back, so. <laughs> he he's going to get all fucking shitty with it. That was lit. too much. That was too much of the those types of mentalities together. Kyrie, we all know how he is. Well, the fact that they only played 16 games together is what's crazy. That, I wrote that down to tell you, too. How That's unbelievable is the big three got 16 games? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was due to the fact that Kyrie couldn't play any home games. but Or didn't play any games for a while and then couldn't play any home games. Mm-hmm. But still, when those three came together, everybody was like, oh, my God, the fucking Monstars. And they played 16 games together. And it, is, it didn't work. I will say we didn't really talk about it, but I am. It is really, you know, you can, you can make this a right-wing, left-wing thing. I'm not trying to. What Kyrie did was fucking awesome. He stood on what he believed in, said he was giving voices to the people who were out here losing their jobs, and the media's like, oh, this is just nonsense. No, it's really fucking happening out here. Well, what's crazy is Kyrie had, up to this point, been just this fucking cuckoo bird. Like, this shit... Flat earther. All like all this shit is like, all right, dude, you're you're so far out there that everybody's lost the message. You're sage in the fucking door- and then doorways. He immediate, and one of the most controversial and like nobody knows what to do times he snaps back into a logically thinking person it makes no sense i loved it it was fucking awesome he 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 reeled it back in real fast with that that kind of i mean he stood on it he didn't play all fucking year no i mean i mean the fact he reeled his fucking oh yeah his cuckoo brain ridiculous thought like i don't know i think all both sides both sides win this shit because the nets have kevin durant and kyrie irving who are shot creators Able to shoot at the three. Uh, Kyrie likes to get in there, but Kevin Durant likes to shoot the mid-ranges, likes to shoot the threes. 
Ben Simmons plays very good defense, which will be a catalyst for them on, on defense. That's a, that's a fucking nucleus of something that you need. Good facilitator. He, yep, he gets lazy sometimes on defense, but very fucking good defense. But um, you're talking about, like, big biggest impact here is obviously when he gets to the playoffs. When he gets to the playoffs, he's going to lock somebody down. We don't even know if Brooklyn's going to make it to the goddamn playoffs at this point. That is but, true. Um, offensively, the, Kyrie and KD like to play around the perimeter and kind of get to the mid-range where Simmons can be down low for the rebound, can be down low for the feed, can be down low for the transition offense. going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's a fucking win-win. And the Sixers get a shooter, a shot creator, somebody who would play perfect with uh, what Embiid needs. He's yeah, a point, he's a, he's a point guard at the two position. I'm concerned with. Possibly, maybe, but if, I'm hoping so. Like, like we always, not just we, but like you always see on the media and everything, winning uh, trumps oh, it, everything. It does absolutely fixes everything. They start winning on the court. Nobody, they're not going to fucking be bitching at all. They're going to be just smiles and in interviews. Like it's great. But if Harden collapses in the playoffs, like he's known to do, it will. Embiid will come out and say something about it, dude. Embiid, and has, I'm looking forward to it. I got to show you this, dude. Embiid is fucking killing it. Show you his last game. Let's see what he did. Uh, our Hawks play today. Your Grizzlies are continuing to win. I I knew it. I knew it last year. And somehow the Cavaliers have a winning record. Then they're like a four seed in the playoffs. And I have no goddamn clue how. <laughs> now the Cavs, one person I was excited about in that draft. I'm, I'm excited to bring more NBA segments back into this. If you can't tell, I'm excited about it again. Um, I was very excited when they drafted Darius Garland. Um, fucking freak point guard. Super slept on. He's been fucking hooping. But let me find your boy John Morant got hurt yesterday. Yeah, got he pulled out of the game, but they were up by so much. They ended up squeaking out and only won by seven against the Hornets, but they ended up winning. The Suns are unfucking stoppable. They're 42 and 10. They're fucking unbelievable. The problem for me with the NBA is not that I don't, like, I, I can't get into it because I could. I mean, it, I, when COVID happened, I was, I was completely in, engulfed by a fucking rerun of a volleyball game between USA and Canada. Like Emily was ready to go somewhere and I said, we can't leave till it's over. So if I put my time into it, I can get into anything. The problem with the NBA is it goes from football to baseball. And I have like a fucking two week window where I can watch it. And then when baseball starts, it goes back to the back burner. Um, Another couple of trades I forgot about. Karis Levert got sent from the Pacers to the Cavaliers. That's big time. He had a bad shooting game yesterday, but Karis Levert's very fucking good. People didn't even know he was going to play anymore. Once he got that shit that was fucked up with his kidney, mm-hmm. had to sit out, and the next thing you know, he's playing. He's very fucking good. Really fucking good player. He got sent to the to the Cavs. That's exactly what they need. Somebody who can play some fucking offense with Garland. Garland's about the only person who can create his own shot. Um, and then Devontae Sabonis got sent to the Kings. Uh, super weird. And there was another one where, like, I think, like, Marvin Bagley or somebody got traded around. I, I can't remember who the fuck it was, but... At this point, the Kings just need to fucking give up. Just just sell the fucking team, dude. It's so bad over there. Get De'Aaron Fox out of there. Please, God. Get De'Aaron Fox to the Lakers. <laughs> for the love of God. Buddy Hill finally got traded. Yeah, he did. He Where'd he go? I, saw that. I think he was with that Sabonis trade. Maybe. But that one's been floated around for a while as well. And then the Pacers also said, uh, we traded for him, but we're not afraid to trade him back to whoever. If someone still wants him, we'll trade him right now. And no one did it. So, Lakers are dead. <laughs> uh, Embiid. Wow, Kevin Love's still playing. He uh he had a whopping two points, two rebounds. Mm. Embiid, 40 points, 14 rebounds, 11 assists. Yeah, it's all right. 11 for 22, 4 for 5 from the 3. Jesus H. Hang on, let me see what he's averaging right now. Embiid is averaging 29.6, first in the league. 11.2 rebounds, eighth in the league. 
four and a half assists, 40th, and a 32 uh, player efficiency rating, which mm-hmm. is second in the league. He's averaging, uh, I'm trying to find his defensive stats too, but. So it's only first and one thing. Doesn't sound that good to me. What is today? Oh, Tuesday we get to see the fucking Celtics and Sixers. That'll be fucking sick. And beats balling, dude. He's going to get MVP. There's, yeah. there's the stats right there. Oh, TDB. Mm-mm. TDB. Uh, I'm not going to acknowledge it ever. I'll die on that. I'll just blindly, I'll turn, I'll turn my head and ignore any success he has. I'm pretty sure this is the most games he's, no, he's on pace to get the most games. He played 2018, he played 64, 2017, 63, and then the next two years, 51 and 51. But right now he's got 44. And then there's still probably 25, 25 games left, 30, 30 games left maybe. I don't know. He's a fucking freak. He's going to win MVP. You hate to see that. I love to see it. I like him beating. Tell you what you love to see. And that fucking L? Super Bowl Sunday. And prior to Super Bowl Sunday, we had the NFL honors. We did. And I can't wait to talk about this shit. Even the song that Keegan did where it was corny as shit, he's running around singing that song. It was funny as fuck the whole time. Dude, him shaking Barry Sanders' hand for and he said 12 minutes he smelled him <laughs> and I'm sure Barry Sanders is in on it like everything and they're like hey we're gonna come to you he's gonna say this get your shit get like your that would be together. me if I was sitting next to Patrick Mahomes out there. I would just be like but, but there <laughs> <laughs> that's Andy Reid every day yes. at practice but it was it was such a long handshake and he mentioned to stop so many times that it got super uncomfortable mm-hmm. and I love it I'm all for terribly awkward situations I also have a newfound Appreciation and respect for TJ Watt. He was not playing around with the jokes. He was not playing around with the corny shit. Every time that camera looked at TJ Watt, he was stone cold serious. Everyone else is like fake laughing. Dax over there just (laughs) with the media. And it zooms in on TJ. He's just like, nah, dude. Not playing this shit. Just get get on with this shit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I mean, we've talked about it on how many times. I am not an advocate for, oh, he's a Pittsburgh kind of guy. That motherfucker fits the Steelers so goddamn perfect. It just adds to me loving him. This suit was fucking sweet, too. We have to get I also a TJ bobblehead for the desk. Yes. I also figured out that I respect the, like, J.J. Watt. They were showing, obviously, his when he won Defensive Player of the Year. Get him the, the fuck out of here. And uh, TJ, he had a suit on everything. Up there, the whole suit with the T-shirt underneath, I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. I just hate him. That's fair. You ain't been good in seven years. But as, as soon as here. they brought him up to present the Vince Player of the Year, it how was funny was it? it? Was yeah, of course. It, there's a reason JJ came and that, out there. That's a fucking sweet moment to be able to give your brother the fucking Defensive Player of the Year. I love how JJ was trying to be all. You know how he always is. Every time a camera pops up, he just starts magically saying these <laughs> corny shit. And TJ was just like, "No." Even when he was dapping him up and shit, JJ's like, "Oh my god, man!" Like, <laughs> right in his ear, and TJ was just like, "All right, cool, thanks, man. Appreciate you, thanks, dog." Yeah, he's no bullshit. No, he just wants to hit the quarterback. He is one of my favorite players in the league. Hey, me too. But it was funny whenever it was like showing the defensive player of the year, everybody's stats and everything. And it, <laughs> and it showed Aaron Donald and it was like 12 sacks. Yeah. And then it got to TJ Watt and it was like 22 and a half sacks. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Aaron Donald got three votes for deployment of the year. Micah Parsons got five. And TJ got like 42. But... <laughs> There was a moment, like I was, there's no, there was no arguing it. 
Like in my mind, there was no there's not a great argument last year, but this year there's not one. And in the back of my mind, I was like, they're gonna fucking pick Aaron Donald. Nope. I knew for a, I knew a hundred percent certainty that it was it was TJ and there was no other it's, person. When they when JJ came up to talk about it was when I knew it was over. But I'm very fucking happy that he got it. It like I it was the highlight of my fucking. How NFL corny season. was Katy Perry being out there? Oh no, fucking so, cringy. So when they made the jokes that didn't hit, she was like, okay, oh god, like we. And here's the nominees. Like she was over it at the end of it, but none yeah, of that, her that cute whole, little one-liners worked. That whole section there was not great. It was tough. So let's start with and so for the players. It seems like, or the way that they frame it, that the man of the year is like the big time, impressive award. That was one I didn't give a shit about. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, uh, Whitworth the. Lyman for the Rams have been with the Bengals. It was a cool story. Yeah. I enjoyed watching the video of him and his Dude, family. his speech was fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like that was a that was run through a brick wall. He's one shit. of those that just has one of those presences with him. Yes. As soon as he stepped up there, I was like, God damn, I could just feel this the fucking, fucking shit right man. now. Yeah. No, so that was cool. Um assistant coach of the year, Dan Quinn for the Cowboys. Defensive rookie of the year was and should have been unanimously Michael Parsons. It was unanimous. Yes. Yeah. It was hundred percent should have been. Um Offensive Rookie of the Year, Jamar Chase. Again, there's no real argument there. No. Comeback Player of the Year, and this is where I was watching Dak's face mm-hmm. the whole time. This was the only one that I was not sure. I was like, it should be Joe Burrow. It absolutely should be. But because Dak, Cowboys, I was I was iffy. Why is it Jerry Jones is the only fucking owner there? Do what? Why was Jerry Jones there? Because Jerry Jones cares about everything. How hard was he? When they started talking about Dak. Oh, my God. It was in his hand, for sure. The yes. Whole time. He was just playing with the tip the whole time <laughs> they were talking about Dak. So, Joe Burrow wins comeback player of the year. Uh, offensive player of the year, Cooper Cup. I knew it was going to be either him or Jonathan Taylor. Should have been and was Cooper Cup. That was one of the only ones where I was like, I don't really know. But I was happy for Cooper Cup. It was also and it wasn't cool. even close. It was also boats. cool. No. It was also cool he got to be there. Because he's going to get ready for the Super mm-hmm. Bowl, whatever. And he, I mean, the Rams are in L.A. The Super Bowl's in L.A. Honored in L.A. So it's cool that he got to be there and actually accept it and still go play in the Super Bowl. His speech was cool, too. You could tell he's actually, like, uncomfortable. Yeah. Now, this is the one where I was, where you said all of them were 100% right was Coach of the Year being Mike mm-hmm. Rabel. Mm-hmm. I said Zach Taylor when they brought it up. I did, too. And I think it should have been. Now, you could even argue LaFleur. You could argue it. Yeah. Because, I mean, these are supposed to be regular season awards. So, yeah, you could. The Vrabel thing, they're like, well, I get how they got there. I don't get it. I still would have gone with Zach Taylor. But when they lost Derrick Henry and still ended up with the one seed, I don't. They, they just kept winning. We talked about it all year. They just kept winning games that they should not have. And I don't know how. The only thing you can attribute that to, I guess, if you want to narrow it down to one person, is the coach. So, I mean, Tennessee had. A great year, considering they lost Derrick Henry as, as early as they did. I also forgot about Richard Seymour until they did the uh, Hall of Fame nominees, and Richard Seymour walked up there. I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot how fucking good he was." Yeah, you know who didn't get in the Hall of Fame? It's fucking Rondé Barber, and it blows my goddamn mind. It does. It it absolutely blows. Rondé Barber was my first favorite player that I can remember, and he was a fucking monster. Him and Derrick Brooks, about the only people I remember from them from the Buccaneers before Tom Brady went there. He was a fucking Mike well, Allstott. Mike Allstott would be yeah. yeah. That, that that team was fucking ridiculous. But yeah, Rondé Barber should be in the fucking Hall of Fame. Uh, and then MVP. 
Aaron Rodgers. Brought a tear to my eye. His speech was awesome, but it was a goodbye to something. Don't know what it was. I don't know if he was saying goodbye to the – at first, when he was like, oh, I want to thank – you." Know, he even thanked Guttgens. And then he was talking to the floor, like talking directly to the floor. Nobody About else to start was, crying while Nobody he was else was in the room. He was talking right to his fucking eyebrows. And thanks for the – His set. lips started quivering. He yeah. had a twinkle in his eye when he said it. This last 17 years has been nothing short of spectacular. Blah, I'm going to miss blah. the locker room. I'm yeah. going to miss the – yeah. What? Like he was <laughs> he was saying goodbye to the Packers or to football. I don't know which one it was. Surely to God it was just the Packers. I, I still don't now, know. Now would it be like him to make that big spectacle and then go back to the Packers? Sure. But I don't foresee that happening. And I don't see any way Devontae goes back there without Aaron either. No. Uh, I, one of the best memes of the night was Aaron in his brown suit with with his fucking fancy shoes. And it said, this is what it looks like when you sell 53 more cars than everybody else on the lot. <laughs> the hair doesn't help. But Aaron Rodgers wins his fourth MVP. And like you said, I mean, as far as as a whole, I got no problem with the way they shook out. It was fucking, it was pretty goddamn good. As long as TJ gets in, Aaron Rodgers gets in, I'm pretty good with whatever Oh, those happens. were definitely the two things I was waiting for, for sure. When they were, you were talking about when they were showing uh, Defensive Player of the Year stats. And they had, when they were showing Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and Cooper Cup, there was a split second while, it, like the fact that Cooper Cup was a finalist, I was like, what if they fucking give it to Cooper Cup? That would have been crazy. But it was not close either. It, it's a quarterback award. And it wasn't close between Aaron and Tom, which I definitely thought it would have been with everybody just coming out and saying, like everybody's issues that they had with Aaron all year. Like it's it's a, anything that's voted on like that, like you can fucking sway it however you want. Mm-hmm. But, and I know... Like you send in your ballots, whatever. But I just imagine people, everybody being in a room, like, all right, who are we voting for for MVP? God damn it. I, I know we said we weren't going to because of all this shit, but he's been, just give it to Aaron, move on. Next. Like, nobody had been happy that they had to vote right. for him. But they did, and that's what makes it fantastic. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about uh, Keegan throwing some shade. Yeah. yeah. With Travis Kelsey sitting front and center. <laughs> and he was looking directly at him when he said it because that was the only person he wanted to see his reaction. Some bitch put Joe Burrow's picture up there and he said, this man here... He 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 was uh, Mahomes was so frightened by him. He saw a pitch this picture at halftime and completely forgot how to play football after that. Yeah, it was the picture of Joe Burrow walking in with the fucking coat and, and the glasses, like, <laughs> <laughs> and it like zoomed in on Kelsey and he was just dead face like, no, dude. Yeah, you have to. No, be. he has to be. If he cracks a smile at all, he's an. I mean, Mahomes probably would have just Kelsey would, looked actually pissed. It. Yeah, oh, I'm sure he was. But even if, even if like after the season, the shit's over. It's been long enough now. I mean, they, they asked Patrick at the, at the Pro Bowl. They were like, you know, how are you feeling? You know, are you over it? When, when are you going to be over it? He's like, no, I'm not over it, and I'm probably not going to be over it. And I was like, that's the only thing you can say right there. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, I'm sure they've made, like, they've joked about it a little bit. I know it still hurts. I know you're not over it, but. And don't give me that fucking bullshit when they sat down and talked to Josh Allen during that song. And he's like, or just make the overtime where both teams give a fair shot at. See, that's- Bitch, your motherfucking defense <laughs> is out there. You have a fair shot. Shut up. You saw in Cincinnati what happens when the defense actually does something. We got the ball in overtime. We won the toss. Guess what? They stopped us. <gasps> oh, my God. There's 11 people out there on defense. Yes. Yeah, I did, learned you- the hard way in the AFC Championship say, against you Tom did, Brady. You didn't care about the defense when it was the other way around. I fucking learned. But that, that's what I'm talking about with the Barry Sanderson. Like they came to him and said it was coming, so I'm sure that was that was thought out beforehand. But Yeah. 
Let me, um, let me, what do you got? You got something? I'm about to spit this Coach O fucking interview real quick. No, just not related to the awards, but the NFL. I saw a thing for Pro Football Focus. It was a, a, a singular post, and it was like with the fucking mind blown emoji, of course. And oh, said, of course. Trayvon Diggs has never dropped an interception. No one's ever dropped an interception. Bingo. It's not an interception if you fucking drop it. Uh, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. Anyway. Also, Kyler Murray wants 50 or $55 million. Insane. Fucking per insane. Year. Yeah, yeah, he wants that. Uh, also, real quick. Rumors are now that Lamar Jackson's extension is not guaranteed. Yeah, it's going to happen, though. That's pretty crazy. And like Pat, we've, we've talked a lot of shit on Lamar Jackson. You're going to take that risk of just finding somebody better than him that gives you a better chance to win the game? Because regardless of his ability to throw down the field or to anybody besides Mark Andrews, he gives you a good chance to win the fucking game if you need a game winner. Just drive. not in the postseason. You just can't, you can't account for him running the ball, even though you know it's coming. And uh, Packers signed last year's Raiders interim head coach, Rick Bisakia, which... It's hard not to like him. It, it is hard not to like him, and the Packers special teams is a goddamn train wreck. And I couldn't tell you how the Raiders were winning games. Couldn't tell you. Because they fucking loved him. He had, to, he had to have a say in that. And if Aaron does leave, you need a guy that can rally the troops. That seems to be your guy. Because he was up for coach of the year, and mm-hmm. he didn't even coach all year. Mm-hmm. Just because the story came out where he hand wrote letters to everybody, everybody's like, whoa. Well, yeah, and you see, they showed the NFL films, whatever it was, showed those videos of him on the sideline, going up to people individually, like legitimately talking to them. And the players coming up like, hey, you're doing a good job. Yeah. You yeah. don't see that. You get an interim head coach on a team like the Raiders were this year, and everybody's fucked up about him leaving. That says a lot. Now, we've talked about how much, how much money's probably been tossed around here before it, it became you know, public knowledge of they were going to start playing, paying players in college. Let me tell you, let Coach O here tell you the extent of what people do to try to get a top-tier player on their team. This is a story whenever Coach Orgeron was with USC and they were trying, they were recruiting Adrian Peterson, trying to get him to USC. Listen to the links that motherfuckers go to get him. Here you go. Enjoy this motherfucking shit here. Who broke your heart? Is there one that stands out? Oh, Adrian Peterson. Oh. Man, I love them. I love Dazer. Oklahoma better offered a better package no, it, to him. It, this this is a true story. We go we go down to see Adrian. It's unbelievable. And uh, his mother ran track at I think it was at Houston. Wonderful lady. And Adrian and I had a great relationship. He loved Pete Carroll, but I felt like he and I were very tight. One time he says, "Coach, I went to school." He says, "Coach, I want you to follow me." I couldn't I couldn't drive with him. We went thirty miles. I said, I don't know where we're going. We stopped at this little country store, and he bought a gingerbread cookie. <laughs> I couldn't buy it for him for supper. And then we went to a basketball game. And we sat in the, sat in the, in the gym, and I said, what are we doing? He said, you see that guard right there? I got to play him next week. Coach, come and scout him. How about that? <laughs> then he, I said, well, Adrian, what is the key to getting you here at USC. He says, Coach, well, Bob Stoops, my dad is incarcerated. Bob Stoops won't see him. Well, me and Pete Carroll tried to go get him. And to go see him, they wouldn't let us in. But Adrian said, Coach, my dad is be able to watch my games where he's at. Well, if I go to Oklahoma, I tried to get the guy transferred to Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you Please. tried to get Adrian's dad? Daddy. Yeah, try. <laughs> How does that happen? Uh, I, competed. <laughs> I competed. Couldn't get it done. But I... How fucking ridiculous is that? 
I tried to get his father transferred from this prison to this prison so he could watch the games. I mean, obviously it didn't work out, but the fact that the thought was there shows you how much pull head coaches of huge universities have. Like the fact that that was even thought about, like, oh, I actually tried. Like, I'm sure you, I called some people and it just didn't work out. And the fact that Bob Stoops went to this prison and was like, hey, can you guys let him watch these games on Saturday, please? Yes? Adrian, we got it. All you got to do is have the fucking sheriff, warden, whoever it is that runs the prison be like, hey, who's your team? Oh, I'm Sooners guy. All right, perfect. Show this guy the games every Saturday. We got the guy. Yes. Like, I mean, yeah, that's fucking crazy. That's unbelievable. That's crazy. Tried to transfer his father to a Los Angeles prison. That's crazy. I also saw a thing this morning that was talking about uh, talking about what links, you know, the influence colleges have and, and money and all that stuff. Was uh, Peyton Stovall, one of the guys that recruited to, or, or came to Arkansas this year, allegedly turned down $2 million from the draft to come to Arkansas. That is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. That's usually the ones we lose. Yes. The ones in the first round that are they get big money, obviously, you would obviously that's, there's a reason it happens. But the fact that he turned it down, I'm fucking pumped up for this college baseball season. Yes. Now let's talk Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday. Stop predictions. How we're feeling. How it's looking. What are we thinking? I'm still sticking with the Rams. Okay. I'm growing increasingly nervous about the Bengals, though. Okay. Like, I am... I am, And I don't even know why. Because on paper, it's not even close. It's the team... It is... You keep saying it's not close on paper. On paper. By, I, by what I mean by that is by... Look at the salary cap. Look how much these players are being paid. Look at the big-time position, guys. Like we said, if you look at the Rams, they have fucking seven of the top ten players in this game. Yeah, but like, all the big On paper, it should be guys, a thumping. For the Bengals, they've just drafted very well. So yeah. they're cheap, but they're fucking good. But like the, the only thing, in my opinion, on paper that's not close is the offensive line. Like, the Bengals' offensive line is shit. Mm-hmm. Then they were saying, like, the last three games that they've played, they've given up 12 sacks. Now, granted, they gave up nine against the Titans. Yeah. But that matters. One in the Kansas City. Look at them but go. The, <laughs> but still, like, that's a problem. Especially, and that's with, you know, they give up to the Titans. And I'm not saying the Titans don't have anybody. But Simmons but for the Titans is a freak. The Rams got, and they got Bud Dupree, too. And the Rams got fucking dudes. Like, that's going to yeah, be Simmons a had, like, four sacks problem. in that game. And he's a defensive tackle. So where do you think the pressure's coming in this game? And that changes their ability to do everything else on offense. Ask Tom's lip what's going to happen in this game. <laughs> now we've talked about, or at least I think last week we talked about it. Uh, and if Ramsey keeps playing off 10 yards from the fucking line of scrimmage, they're just going to do quick dump-offs to Chase, and he's going to fucking burn you all game. Well, I, I was listening to uh, Michael Irvin on the Pat McAfee show the other day, and he was talking about that. You know, They, they talked about the the end of Dallas' season and all this stuff, and they're like, oh, you know, they're not, they were not able to go into it. Like, hey, if this guy gets a one-on-one matchup, we're going to him, stop all the other play calling, stop the reads. If you get a one-on-one, we're going to you. And he was like, that's the one thing that Cincinnati has, is he was like, if they get Jamar Chase one-on-one, Joe Burrow's going to go to him. He said, now, that what I'm interested to see is he's going to have Ramsey on him, so he's still going to go there, and we'll see how Ramsey deals with it. But if he's got people in his face, it doesn't fucking matter if Jamar Chase is one-on-one. If he's got people on his face all the time, we've talked about his ability to stay cool in these situations. Joe Burr. But for, uh, for fucking a whole game, Joe Shiesty. it's going to be consistent problems for him. I don't see a way that it's not. Now, could he could he overcome it? I'm going to have to say yes at this point because I've seen him do, I've seen him overcome not less than ideal situations, but a whole fucking game of those motherfuckers being in your face, 
Jesus. I mean, we saw we we thought the same thing about Patrick Mahomes, like in the Chiefs, like oh, they often just can just overcome it, and then the the Bucks in the Super Bowl just kept fucking getting to him, and at some point your brain's like Jesus, man, there's nothing I can do. Like I just got to run around to somebody's open. If they get to you before anybody gets open, you're screwed. So it does hurt watching this game, knowing we should be there. I'm still it hurts. I'm still going with the Rams, but I do think it's gonna be close. Rams. 38. Bungles, 27. Not close. Mm. Let's see. Rams. Thirty-one. Okay. Bengals. Twenty-seven. Twenty-four. Rams cover then. Like I think it's gonna be close, but I gotta I gotta give the edge to the Rams only because they are a more complete team. And when I say complete, meaning like they're all the other. Facets of the offenses, defenses are, are you can make the argument relatively close. The line, the offensive line is not close. The Bengals' offensive line is bad. They've just been able to put band aids over it with that offense and their and the weapons that they have. And the defense play good when they have to. I expect the defense play good in this game as well. But there's been a lot of good defense we've seen Cooper Cup make look stupid, and I don't expect that to stop right now. So it's going to be them trying to keep up with the Joneses. And when you do that, like the Rams, going to have big plays. Cooper Cup's going to have big plays. Odell's probably going to have big plays. The Bengals are going to have to keep up with that, but they're not going to have time for these big plays to develop, is what I'm thinking. And that being said, I still said the game was going to be close, so I don't fucking know. I, I, I just, both of these teams feel like they're supposed to be there, like the, the whole story and the lead-up to it and everything. So, And we get Collingsworth, so super. <laughs> now, here's a guy. I can't wait. I love it. I'm going to fucking mute the broadcast. <laughs> you can't mute the broadcast for the fucking Super Bowl. Also super cringy when the Eli and Peyton shit popped up during the awards ceremony. Yeah. That's just so fucking corny. Peyton, Peyton Manning is funny enough that anytime you force him to do something, it comes off fake. Well, Eli comes off fake the entire time. He's so fucking annoying. It's because Eli should not be in front of a camera ever or a microphone ever. Like he's unintentionally funny. Like he, he looks people, downy. People laugh with Peyton. People laugh at Eli. That's the reason Correct. they put him together. And but, it it was cute and funny the first couple weeks I watched it, and then I got sick and tired of it. You can't you can't make Peyton be funny. He's just funny. So anytime you try it, it does get tough. Yep, that's all I got. <clears throat> if the Bengals don't, if they lose, do you think next year? People go in there talking about them being a contender. You have to. They were just runner up in the Super Bowl. You have to. I'm not saying they shouldn't be. I just can't decide with the way the media goes if they're going to jump off the fucking bandwagon or oh, not. Oh, hell no, they're not. I'm, well, I'm not saying they're, they're going to jump the Joe Burrow bandwagon, obviously. Yeah, they're going to be riding his dick for a minute. If the Rams lose, did they? are they going to say they missed their window? Yes, because they did. And that may be the greatest gauntlet of teams you've ever seen an underdog go through 
ever. Ever. You beat the one seed Titans. You beat the prolific favorites to get to the Super Bowl Chiefs. And then you beat the top heavy as fuck, in the words of LeBron James, Los Angeles Rams in the Super Bowl. Jesus H. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. They would de- they will definitely have they've earned this spot they have in the Super Bowl, but they will definitely have earned that fucking ring. I will not want to be on Twitter for the next six months if Dude, the Bengals win. The amount of pictures of Joe Burrow smoking his cigar after the Super Bowl and the national championship side by side will be fucking everywhere. Oh, and I can't wait. God. I don't want it. <laughs> don't gonna. Mm-mm. Real quick. What? New coaches for these teams. Okay. Give me your favorite. Jaguars hire Doug Peterson. Eh. The Bears hire Matt Eberflus. Don't hate it. Chiefs guy. Don't hate it. Texans, Lovey Smith. Uh, if it's... <laughs> I mean, if it's 2009 again, I mean, uh, eh, sure. I like that one just because, like, there was, in my opinion, there's nobody you're going to bring in that people would be like, holy shit, the Texans are back. And for a guy that's been around that long, for his name to... It I was mean, interesting that he, they had Josh McCown's name in there. That was interesting. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, he's never been a head coach, so we're going to pass. Yeah, let's not do that. Uh, the, Like, he's one of the only people I can think of off the top of my head that is a household name as some sort of assistant coach. Yeah. He's got to be well-respected. I mean, he's, he clearly knows football. He's been around it for fucking ever. Just like Fitzmagic. He'll be I, the same way. I do hope he keeps the beard. I hope he doesn't cut it off to look professional as a head coach. It's pretty impressive. Uh, the Vikings hire Kevin O'Connell. No. Giants, Brian Dable. No. Raiders, Josh McDaniel. That one's good. Dolphins, Mike McDaniel. That's my favorite. Yuck. I'm telling you. The Saints hire the defensive coordinator, Dennis Allen. Gross. And the Broncos with Nathaniel Hackett. Don't hate. If the Broncos get Aaron, that's the best hire. Because it worked. I like the Mike McDaniel hire. I don't know how I feel about the Josh McDaniels thing. It's just weird to me that Josh McDaniel takes that job now. Because the only reason he would have fucking turned the plane around going to Indy was because they promised him the Patriots. And now he's closer to that. I don't think he believes in what's nuts. I don't think he believes in him. Yeah, but I mean, if you take over as a head coach, that's the thing. Like, if you, if you take over as a head coach with a young quarterback. But that's a tough spot to be in. Now you have to be the successor to Bill Belichick. And if I don't fucking lead up to it in two years, y'all are going to be called from my head. But that's the thing. With Let me new, get a fresh start somewhere. With a new quarterback that some people believe in, like you're almost guaranteed three years. I mean, I know I know this just happened to Nagy and he got fired in the first year of taking somebody. But you, I also want him back as the OC. I'm not going to lie to you. You got a guy that people believe in. Your first year, let, let's say Belichick retires next year. You get Mac Jones for a year. It doesn't work out. You can say, hey, I tried it. You guys like this guy. I don't believe in him. It's not my guy. Let me draft somebody. You draft somebody. They're not going to judge you harshly off your first year with him. So you get the second year. You're almost guaranteed three years to figure this shit out. You've been around the greatest coach of all time for how long now? I don't know. It just it doesn't make sense to me why you would take the Raiders right now. I'm just anxious. The team that he took is the weirdest. Yeah, for sure. Like the fact that he took one. The, the roster isn't great. You have a lot of question marks all over the place. Including your starting quarterback. Yeah. I could have seen him going to like a Chargers situation before they hired sure. this, this fucking geek. But it, it still would have been weird just because like he was all he had all but taken the Colts position. So the fact that you waited a few years when you would be closer to what we would assume would be you're going to take the Patriots and then you dip out. 
the timing's weird. The team makes it super weird. Mm-hmm. And it's very it's either he was promised the Patriots or it's similar to the enemy situation where he's either a bad interview or people don't think it's him that's doing that's making everything great. I don't know what it is. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Mm, me either. I hate the Doug Peterson hiring Jackson. That is so funny though. <laughs> it, For parody it, sakes, it's good. It doesn't matter. Move all will be back. Uh I don't love it. We gotta get Suey. We gotta get Suey on the Boo Wall shirts. Yeah. I like to get his thoughts on the whole Mike McDaniel hire. I like the Mike McDaniel hire. I really do. If I mean the Packers offense has been good for how long now? We're about to see how much of it was Nathaniel Hackett. And like I said, if they get the, if they get Aaron Rodgers, you can't convince me that that's not a major reason. So that's the fucking home run hire, in my opinion. Agreed. But that's all I got. That's all I got. Enjoy your Super Bowl. Be safe. Tonight, we're getting fucked up. And not driving. Be careful. Show's hey. over. As always, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our website, www.slightlybiasedsports.com, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media. And if you haven't told your friends, you're wrong. <laughs>